0: Welcome to a special edition of Inside the Hashes podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Roberts. Today I am joined by star junior quarterback from the University of Ohio, Nathan Rourke. Nathan has had an interesting journey in football so far. The native of Canada is now a starting quarterback for the University of Ohio, where he accounted for 39 touchdowns last year in his first year as starting quarterback. I am thankful to talk to Nathan today about his journey so far. Nathan, what have you been up to this off-season so far? Kind of paint the picture for me.
1: This off-season's been pretty low-key. Just trying to get, main thing's been healthy. I had surgery in January, and so I've been trying to get healthy on my left shoulder, my non throwing shoulder. Trying to get back in terms of my, my strength, things in the weight room. I got cleared last week to do everything, so I'm really happy about my progress. And that's been the main concern. The other thing is that this is my, you know, my second year in the offense, and just trying to grow and understand all the the moving
0: pieces and kind of the ins and outs of of our offense, so I can just really take that next step that we need to take for this offense to really achieve the goals that we set out. Now, Nathan, you're a really well-traveled young man, so I want to kind of just go through your journey so far. I saw you spent your first three seasons of high school at Holy Trinity in Oakville, Ontario, Canada and then you ended up at Elmwood Academy in Alabama. Can you just kind of talk about that experience? What was the reason for the move and just kind of the culture difference? Yeah, um,
1: the, the main reason for that was I wasn't getting you know, any interest at the Division One School and in the NCAA, and that really was a goal of mine for a long time. And uh, It just wasn't happening in, in Canada, unfortunately. So kind of an opportunity that came out of the blue and, we were able to just kind of bet on the situation and kind of roll the dice on it. So um, it ended up being a good situation for me. But culture in Canada compared to Alabama is something really different and they take it a lot more seriously in Alabama. So small, it was a small town that really cared about their football. And back home in Canada, you know, football is really not a sport that gets a lot of people to watch games. And, you know, just to go to show that, we are our games there are in the afternoon in 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so we really don't get that many people out on an event that Alabama and the rest of the United States makes it out to be, and it was great to be in a, in a culture like that, in a, in a town like that,
0: that really, revered really football, and I was really fortunate for my family and I to go down and experience that firsthand, and to have this success as a And then obviously after your time in Elmwood, you decided to go to Fort Scott Community College in Kansas. What was your recruitment like, looking out of Elmwood, and why was Fort Scott the right choice for you at the time?
1: Obviously, it wasn't the first choice for me or for anybody really. Junior college route was something that no one really plans on going. But they were the team that showed the most interest. And you know, the thing with junior colleges, especially at the quarterback level, is that they they like to go out and get a whole bunch, sometimes into the double digits. So, there was five quarterbacks there when I got. Chance and, and really compete because that's what I really wanted to do. Um, Fort Scott really gave me the best feeling about that, and that's when the head coach actually came from Kansas and drove down to see me, and that really made a, a positive impact on my family and I. So that's what, that was really a deal maker on what led me to Fort Scott. and Fort Scott's a great place in terms of it was just school and football, there was no distractions, it wasn't a big uh, town or, or city, and I could just focus on the two things that were going to get me out of Fort Scott and into a
0: and then you were in a unique position, experienced the recruiting process twice. What was the experience like the second time compared to the first, and why did you end up choosing Ohio?
1: Yeah, uh, recruiting experience was very different in that I had some options. I got to go on some, on some visits and I got to experience schools firsthand, which is awesome. But, uh, you know, the recruiting process is definitely a very interesting experience, kind of different than any other thing that happens in. Careers and in other realms of life, that people will tell you things and then not really mean it. And and we really felt that firsthand. And so we had to kind of try to get through all of the BS, for lack of a better term, to try to get to the the real stuff—the things that were built on foundation and and that the the coaches were actually saying that were true about you know my chance, my opportunity, and and what they would be offering me at a, a different place. So it came down between. Ohio at another school, and uh, I, I try to do my best to figure out which opportunity was going to be the best for me, and, and what opportunity was going to be, give me the best to try to play, and I was trying to figure out exactly the best way to do that, and it really came down to the stability that this coaching staff at Ohio has, that their offensive coordinators have both been in Ohio for, you know, 10 plus years, and, and their head coach, Coach Solich, has been there for a steady amount of time, and that was really the biggest thing for me. Um, and then, of course, the campus and, and whatnot. So, yeah, the recruiting process was definitely different the, the second time around, but I'm, I'm very fortunate for the way it turned
0: out. And, Nathan, that was a great segue into my next question. I was about to ask you about Coach Solich in particular. What is it about Coach Solich that makes him such a successful coach for a long period of time? What what kind of character does he present to you? Uh, he's just a very genuine person, you know. There's nothing about him that is fake or, or the way that he
1: presents himself in terms of talking to us or talking to the media. He's really genuine. And, and, you know, the person that he presents himself to is is the person that he actually is. And, um, and you can really feel that. And that's special, especially in college, college athletics. But recruiting, which, as I was talking, saying before, it, it can be a very shady business at times especially with the turnover of coaches and everything. And uh, it, the fact that he's stayed in one place and had the success that he has, I think speaks volumes about his character, and he just kind of lives and breathes that every single day. And, and we're very fortunate to have him here.
0: And, and I think any person or player that is involved or has been involved in, in Ohio Athletics will say the same thing. And for the listeners who haven't been able to see you play yet, can you just describe your playing style for them? What you consider your biggest strengths?
1: Um, Yeah, I really try to emulate my game after Aaron Rodgers in terms of expanding plays, escaping situations that might be kind of tricky and trying to evading the rush and and then making plays, whether it be with my arm or my leg. And I try to do whatever I can to move the change. And sometimes, yeah, that comes in a a variety of ways. But
0: my main focus is just trying to do whatever I can to help the team run. And I also had another question for you that I think you might have touched on. What's the significance of number 12? Is it Aaron Rodgers?
1: Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, I've been a Green Bay Packers fan for as long as I can remember. Brett Favre was always my guy growing up and when he left and retired and Rodgers took over and he's been the man for just a long time and I think he's the best in the game
0: right now. And obviously you had a huge year last year. You did great things through the air, on the grounds, over 900 yards and 21 touchdowns rushing. How much does the running threat you present open things up for the team in the passing game? I think it does a lot for our offense, and it definitely puts some pressure on the defense
1: in terms of the dual threat quarterback. is It can be really hard to stop, especially if they do both efficiently. I think I can do a better job of balancing out the passing game and bringing up some better passing numbers, especially in my percentage and turnover ratio, and kind of help propel the team into greater depths and greater heights in terms of. Just really expanding the defense and stretching the defense and making them not commit to just the run or the pass. Because that's really what that quarterback does. And that's why people like Lamar Jackson are so deadly it's because they can just do you know, really good things with both their legs and their arms. So i got to continue to get better at both and be a challenge for defenses to stop. All
0: right, and going into your junior year, have you seen any added pressure on yourself as a leader, as the quarterback? I think there's definitely, you can look at it that way. I've, you know, This is my second year in the offense, but I'm very comfortable here. I, I
1: found myself to be very comfortable you know, early last season, and so my leadership role has definitely expanded being here the second year and, and you know, having had playing time and experience last year. I think that definitely adds to it, but I don't think it's pressure at all. I embrace the role that I've been given and, and that I think I'm I've been able to walk into and trying to be a, a leader, to especially the young guys coming in, and then just the rest of my peers and my teammates. And I really embrace that kind of transition from a first-year player at Ohio to a second-year player. You
0: know, I'm just liking the experience and um, enjoying every moment of it. And who do you believe are some other players on the team that are being counted on heavily for leadership this year?
1: I think, obviously, you got to start with A.J. Olette. He's our senior running back. He's been a captain three years in a row. He's always somebody that we turn to, I mean, he's just a workhorse. I think up front, Joe Lowry and Joe Anderson are two offensive linemen who are, who are going to be seniors this year, and they've just been the staple for our offensive line. One of the main reasons for our success last year and they'll be a big part of our success this year. And the great thing about our team, and this goes back to Coach Solich, is that we have leaders everywhere, not just on offense, on defense. Kyle uh, Nelson, uh, John Hagen, Ken Berger, Evan Crouch, just some really great leaders. And they're on all different position groups. And, and so I'm re- we're really fortunate to have the leadership that we have. And so when things break down, we're going to be extremely strong
0: and, and stable and confident uh, where we are. We're going to have strong leadership. And we touched on some of the numbers you put up last year, Nathan. The team also won nine games. What goals do you guys have set up for the 2018 season? What would make it a successful one?
1: It's pretty simple, really. Um, it's the Mac Championship. It'll be 50 years this season. Some I mean, one won uh, or a championship at all here at Ohio was 1968 and 50 years is a number that we are pretty sick of, to be honest with you. We, we can't believe that it's been that long, and so we feel that this, that this year we have a bit of a chance as, as any, and uh, we're ready to make
0: it happen. Last question for you. We spoke for a while about your time in the junior college ranks. Can you kind of just give the listeners who may be doing the experience themselves or thinking about it some advice along the way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I would say this is to anyone who's trying to get to Division One college is to manage your priorities. I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people struggle with when they get to junior college or even when they went to high school and they call it. I was at the I'm not the most talented guy, and I'm not the, the strongest or the tallest. But I believe that my priorities in terms of my goals, my aspirations, are aligned in the in the proper way. And I think that when you get to junior college, it's very easy to think about things other than school and, and not try to get your grades up, or it's easy to try to get associated with my life or you know stay up late or whatever it might be but there's a lot of people that are trying to get to the same place as you but their priorities are just a little bit better in terms of you know doing the right things that they need to do to get out and that includes everything from football to school paying attention in the classroom doing your best in the weight room all of that stuff and with your priorities and that it goes in hand in hand with your work ethic I think that that's the most important thing to understand is that that is what makes or breaks your scholarship and and what makes or breaks your opportunity that you might get. Um, Yeah, I honestly think that's the, the most
0: important thing. Well, Nathan, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time, and I wish you the best of luck for the rest of your career. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. With that, this will end my interview with star junior quarterback from Ohio University, Nathan Rourke. I'd like to thank Nathan again so much for taking the time to speak to me today and all the listeners for tuning in. Please join me and the rest of the crew for the next edition of Inside the Hashes.